welcome to Mindful Weight Loss. My name is Emily Ericuff, and after struggling as an overeater and a binge eater for most of my life, I have finally figured out how to stop, and I am so excited to share what I've learned with you. Using brain science, psychology, the studies of habit formation and change, Mindful Weight Loss is about putting an end to overeating for good. If you want to transform your relationship to food, your weight, and most importantly to yourself, you are in the right place. Hey guys, welcome to episode 23 of the Mindful Weight Loss Podcast. I am your host and your coach, Emily Erikeff. And today I am talking about the magic that can happen when you listen to your body. And I want to share some of my own experience around that because I know this is the thing that so many are scared of doing. You think you need structure, rules, and restriction to lose weight and that your body is working against you. And I thought this too, and I held out for a really long time. Even when I was doing all the thought work and addressing emotional eating and allowing myself to eat all the foods, I was one of those people who was still intermittent fasting and having zero snacks. I believed that was the way to do it. But despite so many improvements, I would still overeat at times, and I now see that was because I was fasting, i.e. restricting earlier in the day. And I feel so silly about this now, but honestly, at the time, I didn't realize that intermittent fasting was restriction. And I, again, I know that might sound so silly to some of you, but I think that just goes to show how sort of complex the diet landscape is and how much it has warped our thinking, or at least how much it warped mine. I was thinking, well, I'm not restricting because I allow myself to eat all kinds of foods. And when I do eat, I eat to satisfy my hunger, so I'm fine. Except that I was ignoring my hunger at breakfast time and between lunch and dinner. And so stopping this form of restriction was sort of the final piece to the puzzle that really did set me free. And I do want to take a minute to clarify that while I do agree with the principles of intuitive eating, which if you're not sure what that is, check out intuitiveeating.org. And so much of what I teach is about listening to your body. But I still think you can follow those principles and have a goal of weight loss. I don't think they are mutually exclusive, as so many do. And so I don't advise people to throw away those goals or to throw away the scale. I actually think the scale is a great tool, not to measure your weight so much, but to see the judgments you have about weight and to to work through them. I talk more about that in episode 12 called How to Weigh Yourself, if you haven't listened to that already. So yeah, I don't think striving to lose weight has to set you up for not listening to your body. I really think you can work with your body and lose weight. And I've seen that happen with me and with those I've coached. And in fact, I think the desire to lose weight, when it comes from a place of wanting to feel healthy and unburdened versus trying to fit in or achieve some ideal that is just not realistic, I think that helps you double down on listening to your body and making the best choices that really honor your body. You know, people talk more these days about the gut brain, and we've always talked about your intuition being a gut feeling. And I've noticed that the more I get in touch with my body, the more I listen to that gut brain rather than my regular brain, I guess. 
And when I do that, I choose more healthy foods, foods that are more satisfying to my body than they might be to my head. And let me be clear, my head doesn't feel restricted. It's simply that sometimes I turn down something like a chocolate chip cookie in favor of something more quote-unquote healthy because that feels better to my body. Because I don't restrict anymore, I actually have that choice. And you know, when I first stopped restricting and really began listening to what my body wanted, I did gain some weight. And initially, I was a little freaked out to watch that happen. But I made the decision to listen to my body no matter what. And actually, when I saw it go up, I used that as motivation to double down on listening to it and really giving this my all. And what ended up happening is that I felt so good that the jump on the scale didn't really matter. Once I realized the freedom of listening only to my body, it was like I knew deep down that I was doing the right thing. I compare it to a faith in God or the universe where you hand over the reins and believe that the best outcome will result. It's giving up that control and responsibility and letting go of a burden. You know, I really found an inner knowing that I didn't need to and wasn't supposed to control my weight. My job was to listen to my body and have faith that my body would lose weight. And initially, I felt like I was hungry all the time, like eating every three hours. But I leaned into it, and not long after, I saw the results in that my meals began to spread themselves out. Instead of eating every three hours, I was having breakfast, lunch, a small snack, and then dinner. And some of the time I noticed that if I would eat more than usual one evening, that the next morning I actually wasn't as hungry. I would feel some hunger and would make breakfast, but then I wouldn't finish it. And it's funny too, but I suddenly started eating fruit and yogurt almost daily, whereas before I would have told you that I didn't even like those things. And thinking back on that now, I think it was more that I thought sugar was evil and I didn't want to waste the precious sugar consumption that I could have on something ordinary like fruit. You know, I needed to save my indulgence on sugar for something really decadent like chocolate cake. And I think I had similar thoughts with yogurt. I think I avoided it because it wasn't my favorite and I didn't want to waste the calories on it. And ironically, now I love those things. I also had avoided store-bought granola bars because I thought they had nothing valuable in them. And then after I started listening to my body, I was out running errands and I got hungry and that's what was in the car. And I ate one. And that experience was so freeing and fantastic that I still remember it. Not that the granola bar was good or anything. It was the freedom that actually tasted so good. Knowing that I didn't have to stress over it and scrutinize it, That was a revelation. Gosh, and once I fed myself whenever I was hungry, I really did notice that I physically had more energy. And the best part is that I finally stopped binging and overeating. The intense, driven need to do those things really was gone. And I certainly, still now, I still get tempted to overeat things, but because that biological desire is no longer there, Dealing with emotional cravings is a million times easier. And I want to share one last benefit with you that I actually experienced more recently. 
And just for a TMI warning, I'm going to talk about my period and some stomach issues like gas and constipation. It's nothing graphic, so if you can handle what I just mentioned, you should be good. But just so you know. So I have dealt with stomach issues like bloating and really painful gas that as a kid had me like lying down on the floor in tears. And I went to the doctor for it and was basically told to use stuff like Gas-X and maybe stop eating dairy. And so I did stop drinking milk and there was maybe some improvement, but not so much. It wasn't like I was dealing with it all the time. The issue would come and then it would go. And because of that, it made it really difficult to see what was going on, like if it was some kind of food sensitivity. And it wasn't until I was close to 30 when I finally realized that this was related to my period. And I know some of you are probably like, duh. But in my defense, it would happen more like 10 days before my period versus five to seven when most get PMS kind of stuff. And it didn't happen every single month. So just knowing more of the cause and that it was past was helpful. And honestly, in the past five years or so, I can't say that my stomach issues have plagued me as much until recently. I switched birth control pills and suddenly these stomach issues have come back with a vengeance. And then just recently they showed up, not just pre-period. And whenever I would research this stuff online, I would get so confused because when you're dealing with gas, most resources point to food intolerances and too much fiber. I love beans and I eat them pretty regularly and I had always just tried to go easy on them before my period. But then suddenly this pain was happening not on my period and I was so confused and frustrated. And so to give you more background on this, these stomach pains have been a cue or a trigger for me to overeat. I would have the urge to fill my stomach and felt that that would somehow get things moving. But rationally, I figured that the urge was really just mental and that I was really just numbing my discomfort. But when these pains came on again, I made a really conscious decision that instead of Googling and researching, that I was going to double down and listen to my body. And when I did that and felt that urgent desire to fill myself up, it finally occurred to me that this might be a biological urge for more fiber. Usually I tried to avoid fiber when this happened, thinking it was the cause of the problem. But fiber is filling and it can get things moving, so I went with it. And when I looked back at what I had eaten before this last bout of pain started, I realized that it had been precipitated by a lack of fiber earlier in the day. Normally I eat fruit and granola in the morning, but this morning I was in a rush and I skipped the fruit. Normally I also eat beans with my lunch, and again, because I was in a rush, I just happened to skip those too. And so I listened to my body and ate more fiber and made the intention to keep my fiber intake really consistent so this doesn't happen again. And lo and behold, I am starting to feel so much better. And I know I would not have realized this solution if I hadn't listened to my body and understood that my craving did contain some wisdom, wisdom far beyond what my brain or the internet had to share with me. And so I hope that sharing this inspires you to listen to your own And so I hope that by sharing this, you, and I hope that sharing this has, 
And so I hope that sharing this inspires you to stop restricting and to really listen to your own cravings. You know, it might take a while to figure them out like it did for me, but they really are there for a good reason. You know, your gut knows more about you than Google and maybe even your doctor. So tune in and see what it has to say. Thanks so much for listening. If you're ready to put this information into practice, visit mindfulweightlosscoach.com and sign up for a free coaching session with me to get some help and to see if you would be a good fit for my 12-week program. And if you got something out of this podcast, there are three things I want you to do. Number one, subscribe. Number two, leave a review. And number three, tell a friend. When overeating is out of control and running the show, we suffer. I want every woman to have these tools so we can all put an end to that suffering and start living life on our own terms. 